Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Something I've been really into lately? Cooking. Yep, cooking. (laughs) I've had so much more white space in my calendar in 2020 than I've really ever had before and a lot more than I anticipated having. And it's been really sweet to see how that's allowed me time to tap into being creative in ways that I never really been creative before or really anticipated, such as in the kitchen. I used to always be in such a hurry that I would order takeout or just make the same three meals every night. But the slower pace of life has allowed me more time to get creative and it has been so good for me, you guys, like so good for me. I've also been working through or reading through the book, um, E-Myth Revisited. And one of the lessons that that book just dives into and it's actually like a homework assignment that it has you do. It's a business book, but it's been really good for me just thinking through all of life. And one of the lessons that it has you do is to define your primary aim. Okay. So your primary aim is basically what you're working toward and what you wish your life to look like. And there's a series of questions that helps you answer that because that can feel like a very big and broad question. And it can be really difficult to break that down and think like, I don't know, I mean, good, (laughs) right? It's hard to be like, okay, let me envision this. What does this look like? And so it prompts you with some questions to help you come to that answer. And so I I read through those questions and I thought about it for a while and have spent many mornings just mulling over this question until finally drafting some, some, somewhat of an answer. And in that answer, I, I'm just going to give you a little summary of that because it kind of uh, goes really well with even just this discovery of cooking. So in that answer, I wrote about how I wanted to follow the Proverbs 31 model for making profit, how I want to have time, freedom, and flexibility so that I can be a stay-at-home mom or homemaker and a financial contributor to my family, like I can have a career and have flexibility to be at home when I want to be at home. I also wrote about how I want to have regular visits with family, especially with our parents, and how I want to have time to play in the backyard with kids whenever kids come along, which we've been praying for. Um, Time to read bedtime stories, time to garden, and time to cook regularly without feeling like I'm falling behind when I stop work at 5 p.m. It's a really detailed vision, and this is just a tiny little summary of it. It's really not in any way detailed, but it's been really helpful for me to work through and think through, especially in a season of slow, slowness, slow downness, slowness either way. Um, but it's been really healthy and it's allowed me to just get creative in ways that I hadn't before. And, and, you know, Matt and I, if you followed our journey at all, you know that we've had chickens in the past. And as the world's been a little bit crazy lately, we've talked a lot about getting chickens again. And we've talked about gardening and growing some of our own food just to be a little bit more self-sufficient. We've dreamed of homesteading and slowing down the pace of life a little bit. And thankfully having jobs online allows us the flexibility to explore that. It's just about creating the time and the space to do it. And we're not going to go crazy 
crazy. We're, you know, obviously baby steps, but we've just started to explore that idea. So all that said, I've really been into cooking recently because it really has helped slow down my soul a bit. It helps me recenter. It helps me get creative. And recently I made some soup um, just from scratch and making soup really gave me some insights as to how to answer a question I get often that I've been getting a lot more recently and that I think will apply to you if you resonate at all with the vision that I just shared, um, the summary of the vision I shared at least. But first I wanted to share what the question is and why talking about cooking and gardening and these different things has anything to do with it. So um, the question I've been getting a lot recently is how do I start something from scratch? What if I have zero experience doing this whole work from home thing, or I don't consider myself a businesswoman, but I want to, you know, contribute a little bit more financially, or I need to, you know, figure out a way to do that. How do I, how do I just start and do something from scratch? So I want to tell you a little bit of a story and then, um, help give you, give you a little helpful visual for thinking about this to take away the overwhelm and answer that question effectively. So let's dive right into it. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Okay, quick story. So I wanted soup because I was kind of cold. It was just one of those. It was a Sunday night. I was like, I just want something warm and tasty. And so I started looking through soup in the cabinet and noticed, okay, so backstory. I have to be gluten-free, dairy-free, and soy-free, partially just due to optimizing my health. I actually have a gluten... We don't know how severe the allergy is, but we know that I have a gluten allergy. And then we're also trying to avoid inflammatory foods such as um, dairy and refined white sugar and things like that. So I have a limited uh, amount of, I'm trying to eat really clean, eat whole foods, um, avoid those types of food groups. So all that said, um, just as we optimize our health and try to build our family. So I was looking in the, I was looking at different soup, like canned soups, you know, that you can buy from the store. And I'm not kidding you, all of them, there were like four or five different ones that I was looking at in the cabinet. They all had like wheat in them or soy in them or um, different gums in them, which from what I understand is like a filler. It's not terrible. Well, it's probably not good for you, but it's not necessarily something I'm not technically supposed to eat. It's not on my list for my doctor of things not to eat, but it's also doesn't really fit the things that he wants me to be eating. It's eat clean, eat organic, eat whole foods, you know, that kind of thing. So anyways, I was reading that and I was like, or I was reading the the ingredients and every single soup had all this crap in it, honestly, preservatives and all sorts of stuff in it that I was like, I don't really think I should eat that. <laughs> I don't really think that's the best thing for me, but I really wanted soup. And unfortunately, the options available to me, the store-bought soups weren't very good and all had things that I shouldn't eat, like gluten and fillers and dairy and all that stuff. And since my goal is to be optimizing my health and really eating as clean as possible, I was like, okay, I need to figure out a solution here. And of course, the craving for soup wasn't going away. Um, So I thought, okay, I am going to see what I can, you know, round up and maybe I'll make some soup from scratch. And so I dug in the fridge and I looked through what we had available and I found, I actually found chicken broth, like chicken stock, and it was not expired or anything. So I was like, okay, perfect. So chicken stock, broth, I can do that. Great. And then I found small red potatoes. I found celery carrots and green onion. And I was like, you know what? I could probably chop these up and maybe saute them a little bit and and um, then boil the, boil the chicken stock and put it all together. So that's what I did. I decided, okay, I'm going to chop up the small red potatoes, the celery, the carrots, the green onion, all of that. 
and I'm going to saute that. I actually left the green onion out at first because I didn't want it to get too wilty really fast. So I just sauteed the potatoes, the celery, and the carrots just to kind of get them soft and a little bit on the crispier side just so that they had a like little bit of texture to them. And then once I sauteed them, I, I was simultaneously warming up the chicken stock on another burner on the stove. And so then as those were, were, you know, sauteing, that was warming up. And then once they had sauteed, I put them into the warm or boiled water or not water, um, chicken stock. So then I just let them sit in there and I turned down the heat on that um, burner so that it was more like just uh, kind of like a simmer, you know, just a really, a, a, not a really, really hot or big flame. I don't know if that's the right word, hot, big flame. I'm obviously not Rachel Ray. Um, but the point is I turned the heat down so that it would just stay warm and, you know, so that the, the chicken stock could soak into the vegetables. Then I put in the green onion and let that soak a little bit and stirred it for a few minutes. And then I added, let's see, salt and pepper and I think a little garlic powder. And that was it. So I tasted it, added a little more salt, tasted it. It was good. So I was like, I just made myself healthy, clean, like five ingredient soup. You know, it doesn't have all the fillers and all the stuff in it. And I tried it and then Matt tried it and he was like, this is really good. I was like, I'm proud of myself. (laughs) So anyways, I was pretty impressed because I don't normally do stuff like that, y'all. Like I very rarely, I will either follow a recipe or, and it's usually like a Pinterest recipe. And then I have my same three that I go to, or we order, you know, carry out or whatever. So it was really rewarding for me to make this soup, especially from scratch. Like I wasn't, I hadn't bought all the ingredients. I hadn't followed the recipe. I just kind of was like, I'm going to see what, like, what can I work with? What do I have? You know, what do I have to work with and how can I work with what I have? And so anyways, it turned out really good and I was really proud of myself and I'll probably make that soup again. (laughs) Total of five, six ingredients, chicken stock, small red potatoes, celery, carrots, green onion, and then you can add some salt and pepper. So Anyways, why am I telling you about my, my soup? Why am I telling you about how I made soup from soup from scratch? Okay, here's why. Because sometimes the options available to us aren't the best options for us, or maybe they're just not good for us in a certain season or in, in you know, completely. So what do we do? You know, and I think this is where just this visual of this experience of making soup made me think bigger. And sometimes I like to have these little visuals and these simple stories because it helps me see how this applies to other things in our lives. And you know, when we find ourselves in a situation where the options available to us aren't the best options for us, such as with me and the four or five store-bought soup options that really weren't aligned with what I needed to be doing from a health perspective, obviously it wouldn't have killed me, but it's like, how can I make this a little better? You know? So, you know, the question can sometimes become like, well, what do we do? Do we settle for these options or do we get creative, roll up our sleeves and make something from scratch? And, you know, I look at it and I think, okay, this soup that I made in that, in that case, as kind of the visual we're going with here, it wasn't, you know, all that fancy. I didn't go full on gourmet. I was just seeing what I could put together to make work and to put some food in my belly, even if it took a little extra effort. And I think we're in a time that is daring us to do that right now in a variety of different ways, whether that's with our food or our careers or our, or our time or how, like how we're like creating resources, how we are, you know, supplying our resources, whether that's food or commodities or other things. And I think also with our jobs, like we are being dared to really roll up our sleeves, to get creative and to find other ways to get what we need rather than just being able to settle or follow the status quo that we've maybe gotten used to. So, you know, I get this question a lot of like, okay, Jay, I want to, or I need to, you know, maybe start my side hustle or do something on the side, or (laughs) maybe the side hustle hopefully will turn into something full time. But I get a lot of questions about that. And and it usually comes in the, in the, in the um, context of, yeah, but like, how do I do that? You know, and I don't really even know 
if this is going to work. I don't know where to start. I feel like I'm just starting from scratch. I don't even know what to start with first. So here's what I want to say to answer that question and to kind of go with this visual, because I think it's just helpful to be thinking about how can I put this in terms that are simple. Personally, I love stories because I think that's how God teaches us things. If you think about the Bible, Jesus would always tell parables. And so me seeing visuals like this is so, so helpful. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, Yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer? Upgrading to high quality affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50-80% to less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. (laughs) Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. So what I want to do is basically challenge you to think through or to first take the pressure off yourself. If you're feeling that pressure or you're feeling that stress or you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I just need to get something going. 
chill, first of all. Second of all, I think the most important step is to know the ingredients that you're going to, that's going to go into this. If you want to, you know, if you want to start something, if you want to start anything from scratch, even if it's just a little side gig or whatever, you want to start out very simple and basic. You don't need the ingredients to make gourmet stew for the president, especially if you're just a beginner when it comes to soup making, right? Or in other words, you don't need the ingredients to build a massive enterprise. You just need the ingredients to start something small on the side. And that's what I want to help you think through. Okay. So let's think through this. If this was, if you're trying to figure out the answer to this question in your mind, what I want you to think through is what ingredients do you need? Okay. I'm going to share with you the ingredients. I want you to write these down and think through what that'll look like for you. So ingredient number one is a skill. What can you create and serve others with? Is it digital design? Is it bookkeeping? Is it tutoring? Is it making greeting cards? Like what is it? All right. Number two, ingredient number two is feedback. You need feedback. You need to test it. So you want to do something for free, whatever you identify as the skill that you have. And then you want to do it for free and gather some feedback. Ask a couple of friends if you can provide that skill or service for them, or if you can create the product or service or the product or commodity for them and get their feedback, get their testimonial. That's really, really helpful in just those early stages of like, oh, okay, now I understand why this, how to make this work better. And it gives you a little bit of confidence as well. Okay. That's the second ingredient. So ingredient number one, a skill. Ingredient number two, feedback, right? You want to test it. Ingredient number three is a Wi-Fi connection. This is very simple, but you need to be able to share what you've got with the world. And in today's day and age, you can do that from your phone. You don't have to start with a website. You don't start with all these fancy things. You just need a connection, okay? Number four, ingredient number four is you need customers that have a need that your skill can solve, right? Or it can serve. Who wants what you have? Who is it for? How will you find them? How will you best serve them? How can you get in front of them? Those are the questions you need to think through and answer, okay? So I'm gonna recap really quick so far. Ingredient number one, a skill. Ingredient number two, feedback from testing it. Ingredient number three, a Wi-Fi connection, especially if you wanna do it on your own time from home. Ingredient number four, customers with a need. Okay, who are, who are they? What do they need? And how are you gonna serve them? And then number five, ingredient number five is I would recommend social media. This is a tool to reach people where they are. Now, I really believe in an old school and a digital hybrid when it comes to reaching your customers. I believe in the power of referral basis and relationships and those types of things. So that's kind of more the old school model. I also believe in utilizing that model even within the digital space by sharing your your testimonials, by you know, creating social proof by doing things like that. I mean, social media is a tool that you can use to jumpstart this kind of thing. And the sixth and final ingredient that you need is guidance, right? Mentorship, education. If you are learning from someone or, you know, if you are learning from people who have done this and gone before you, whether that's someone specifically in your industry, whether that's someone who's, you know, knowledgeable in this kind of thing or both, whether you're shadowing people, if you want to do photography on the side, maybe that second shooting with people, like, I don't know what that looks like for you, but having guidance and education and other people in your community to rally around you, to help support you, to help you connect and network and do those really key things. It's a lot. I love the quote that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I think that's a really good reminder that it's sometimes easier to just try to like make it all happen yourself, but it's better and smarter to bring people into your corner, to find like-minded community, others who are trying to do the same thing, others who are a little bit ahead of you, people that you can learn from and to learn from them, invest time and energy and resources into learning so that you can really get the best start you can give yourself. So let me go through these six um, ingredients again, if you're wanting to start something from scratch or make some soup, <laughs> uh, make some career soup, if you will. But 
Okay, so number one, ingredient number one, a skill. Ingredient number two, feedback, so you can test it or test it so you can get feedback. Ingredient number three is a Wi-Fi connection. Ingredient number four is customers with a need. Uh, ingredient number five is social media, a tool to reach those customers, to find them. Um, and then also ingredient number six, the last one is guidance, mentorship, and education. It's kind of one in the same community, right? So, um, okay. Now I want to share with you briefly a message from a reader because I just want to empower you a little bit. If you're feeling like, I don't know how to make soup. I don't know. I don't know. Just give me the can, right? And you just kind of want to you're, you're, you know you can do it, but it feels overwhelming to you and what that looks like in your life, then let me just share this little encouraging story. I got this um, a couple weeks ago. And it, it was a message that I actually missed at first, but I ended up seeing a little bit later and I was so glad. It says, hi, I just had to share with you how much you've poured encouragement and inspiration into my life. I host an annual mental health event, but I knew that I was being called to do something bigger than just once a year. So I designed some digital prints and started an Etsy shop, which if you know my story, I'm so proud because that's how I started. Um, and she said, as a side hustle to being a social work student. So she highlighted that this was just a side hustle thing as she's a social work student. She said, I can't believe it, but you just inspired me to chase my biggest God-sized dreams and we just made our first sale in, a, in just a few minutes. So she sent me a screenshot of her first sale. Unfortunately, I missed that. But then a couple of days later, she said, yes, 86 sales today alone. In a time where everyone is separated and distant, I thought encouraging greeting cards could be a way we stay connected while apart. Right, right product, right time. And I responded, I am so stinking proud of you. And she said, I'm finally letting me be the woman God called me to be, not what society told me to be. And I said, yes, baby steps, huge congrats on your big win, cheering you on every step. And then a couple of days after that, she said, we hit the $300 mark in nine days of having no idea what we were doing. She said, good thing God is in charge and not me. Okay, I love that. And I also love that she said in nine days of having no idea what we were doing, because that's how it starts. It's usually just a small idea following, you know, some some examples that you can look up to people who have been, you know, pave the way a little bit before you, but even more so just saying, I'm going to take a step of faith and I'm going to go. I'm going to try. I'm going to just have no idea what I'm doing and figure it out one step at a time. That's how most people do it. So I share this story of this gal and, and her win, and I share the ingredients that you need for this and use that silly soup visual because it taught me a lot just to, as to how to best answer this question. But I also share it because I want to encourage you that if this has been on your heart, or you've just had that little nudge or you just want to try something, but you don't want the pressure to make it massive or huge, or you just want to see if it'll work and want to dip your toe in the water. I just want to encourage you that no one really knows what they're doing and you can totally do this even if you have no idea what you're doing, okay? And if you want to take that first step to learning how to jumpstart a side hustle, if you're really starting to think about it, this really appeals to you and you align with that vision I shared and you really kind of get like, okay, if I can just get some of the ingredients in place, I can probably make some soup from scratch. I have a free workshop called the Work From Home Workshop, Make Supplemental or Full-Time Income Online. If you want to check it out, it's completely free. It's just for you to serve you. Um, just go to theownitacademy.com slash WFH workshop or click the link in the show notes to sign up and then I'll see you inside the free training. In the meantime, I'm going to go make some more soup. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking the screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content 
And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.